Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential plan on us. mintmobile.com/switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month, unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month, face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential plan. Auto renews after 6 months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. There. I'm Cindy Linden and this is a cook along podcast quick bite. Whenever I use parmesan cheese in a podcast recipe, I have always asked, implored and even demanded that you use fresh real cheese. I don't care if you get it pre-grated in your store's deli section, but I completely disapprove of the stuff in the round cardboard box. I decided it was time to provide some additional incentive for grating the cheese yourself and to just share some of the wonders of parmesan in general. First, parmesan is the English and American translation of the Italian word parmigiano reggiano. That's probably why so many Americans mispronounce parmesan as parmesan. Parmesan is the correct pronunciation. In the US, The word parmesan isn't regulated, if you will. You might say parmesan and think you're talking about real Italian cheese, but the FDA says what's labeled parmesan or even parmigiano in the United States stores can be any cow's milk cheese with quote a hard and brittle rind and granular texture that grates readily unquote. It doesn't say anything about flavor or how it's made or how it's aged or anything. Just those three qualities and it can say parmesan cheese on it. True parmigiano reggiano cheese has a sharp, complex, sort of nutty taste with a strong savory flavor and a slightly gritty texture. It's pretty hard. It's not soft cheese. A single wheel takes at least 1 year to age around 12 to 16 months it takes 131 gallons of milk to make we're talking about a single wheel here and in order to be authentic it can only be made in a restricted area in northern italy that's why it's more expensive than domestic parmesan cheese and why it's worth the money the flavor is described by chefs as rich umami And by the way, if you have access to Stanley Tucci's TV show Searching for Italy, he's got a wonderful episode. Gosh, I think I think it's the Milan episode where he talks about the cheese and he goes into the cheese cellars of the you know, cellars 
C-E-L-L-A-R, you know, those dark, cold places that you store things, and tastes cheeses of different ages and made with different kinds of ingredients and kind of explains why the real stuff only comes from that region of Italy. Anyway, it's fun, fun watching, and I recommend it if you can find it. Inferior versions of Parmesan can be a little bit bitter. Generic Parmesan cheese is a family of hard grating cheeses made from cow's milk and inspired by the original Italian cheese. They're kind of pale yellow in color. We all know what they look like because it's what it looks like even in the cardboard boxes. American generic Parmesan has been aged for less than 12 months and it's frequently sold already grated. Most grated Parmesans in the U.S. have cellulose added as an anti-caking agent. Cellulose is mainly used to produce paperboard, paper, cardboard. No wonder I think that stuff in the cardboard box actually tastes like cardboard. Uh, it can be up to 4% actual cardboard in the cheese, not the box, in the cheese. That's acceptable under federal law, okay? So here's what I'm going to recommend again and here are the reasons. This is so cool. If you grate it yourself, which you can easily do in a food processor, the big bonus is the rinds. This sounds crazy, perhaps, because if you've ever done this, you know how hard those rinds are. But listen up. You want to freeze them rather than throw them out. Unlike many other cheeses, Parmesan does not have a wax or other additives in its rind. It's just the aged, hardened exterior of the cheese that has been washed in salt brine. Keep the Parmesan rinds in a zippered bag in the refrigerator and they will keep for several months or, what I do, up to a year in the freezer. And then you use it. You can drop the rinds into your next tomato sauce or in any kind of soup that seems like it might be good with a little extra umami. You just plop it in there as you start cooking. It will add a sort of salty flavor and really more umami than cheesy, but a little cheesy. It'll also help thicken it. And you remove the rind right before you serve the soup or the sauce. You can also make a lovely dipping oil. You put the rind into a bottle that you can seal along with some high quality extra virgin olive oil. And by the way, I have a blog on the website, thecookalongpodcast.com, about extra virgin olive oil, what it means, how to pick it, blah, blah, blah. So you might look for that. And so you're going to put the rind in with the olive oil and let it sit for a few days. And then you pour it into a little bowl and you serve it with some crusty Italian bread and you have something really yummy. You can add herbs to it if you want or just enjoy the flavor of the cheese. Here's one that I learned from Stanley Tucci. It's a recipe he got from Pino Postoraro for cheese stock. Okay, that's like chicken stock, beef stock, vegetable stock cheese stock because well I don't know cheese stock here's how this Italian chef says to do it it sounds a little crazy I admit I haven't tried it yet but I am looking forward to doing it he says to save up about a pound and a half of the rinds in the fridge this came via Stanley Tucci in his book my life through food which is also just a fun read I recommend that as well 
It's got a bunch of recipes in there, but really his stories about eating food and talking to chefs are well worth the time of the book. So as I was saying, put about a pound and a half, you keep them in the fridge. This is just the rinds. Then you wrap them all into a piece of cheesecloth or muslin, something that you can tie with a string, tie it closed, and then tie the string to the handle of a sort of large pot. Pour a quart of water, which is four cups, into the pot. Add three small bay leaves and three quarters of a cup of coarse sea salt. Yes, it's a lot of salt. It sounds uh, dangerous, but this is a well-known Italian chef. I'm going to figure he knows what he's talking about. You simmer it for two hours and then you strain the water so there's nothing in it but the cheese stock you store it in the refrigerator and then you can use that in soups and pastas you can add it as pasta water you can add it to the pasta water you can put it in sauces i don't know what you might find there could be dozens of things that you find to use cheese stock in that you maybe use to use chicken stock for also you can add it to risotto if you make risotto, and I have a lovely recipe for risotto on my website, it takes a lot of cutting of things, but it's really good. It's called Roasted Sweet Potato Risotto with Peas, Parmesan, and Gruyere. It's an original recipe from me. It's super yummy. I really hope you'll try it out. I have not tried it yet because I created that recipe before I'd read about how to make a cheese stock. But that is certainly something I would consider doing, although it's got a lot of cheese in it already. But, you know, there's no such thing as too much cheese. You may have heard me say that before. If you want just ordinary risotto without a bunch of fun things in it, let's say you've got your pot of chicken broth simmering on the side that you're going to use for the risotto. Throw a rind in there. Throw a single rind in there throw two rinds in there. Let it kind of simmer in the broth or at least stay warm and it'll impart some flavor to the broth. And the other thing you could do is actually put the rinds directly into the risotto when it's about halfway done cooking and let it simmer and stir it as you add more broth and then take the rinds out before you serve the risotto. Either way, you're going to get some good Parmesan kind of flavor in your risotto and that's what for me risotto was all about actually and one more conveyance for the flavor of cheese you can also put it in a steamer basket if you're steaming veggies put the steaming vegetables in the steamer basket and add a rind to the basket you'll find that it adds flavor and you don't have boring vegetables anymore i'm gonna give you a few more things I found this on a website called La Cucina Italiana. And they suggest putting the cheese rinds in whatever you might be serving as what they call a first course. So you, you soften them by leaving them to soak in milk for a couple hours and then cut them up and add them to the pasta or the uh, pasta and beans or pasta and potatoes or whatever you're serving as your first course. It does not say to fish them out. So I guess you just eat them because they're soft now. Here's another fun thing. You can fry them. Fried cheese rinds. You throw a little extra virgin olive oil in a hot pan and cut the Parmesan into cubes or strips and throw that in the pan. As soon as they start to expand a little, they're ready to serve. 
And one of the things that they say about this is that you have to enjoy them freshly fried or they're going to go hard again. So it means you're eating them warm. This seems to me to be a really good thing. Surprise, surprise, you can also grill them. On the grill or griddle or barbecue, you put the hard side down. You grill them in large pieces so they don't fall through the grates. You just give them a little light spray with a neutral nonstick cooking spray that can handle high heat. So canola or avocado or something you can get in a spray, but not olive oil because that will smoke and burn. And you put them on the grill over direct heat until they get browned and a little charred on the edges and have softened a little bit, just a couple of minutes per side. And then you take them off the heat, slice them into bite-sized pieces and serve them. If you don't have a grill or it's the middle of winter, you can bake them in the oven and you'll get something similar. You line a broiler pan or a baking pan with aluminum foil and place the rinds rind side down on the foil. And then you put it under the broiler for a few minutes until lightly browned. Then you turn the rinds over and toast the rind side. You toast the cheesy side first because that way when you flip over the rinds, they won't stick to the foil quite as much. And then if you want to, once you've grilled your cheeses, you can eat it just like that because yum. Or you can drizzle them with a little honey or a little aged balsamic vinegar. I have some lovely sort of fruit-flavored balsamic vinegars made by a local place called Navidis. It's really good. I have a blueberry one, I have a peach one, and I have a pomegranate one. They're all rich, dark balsamics. Anyway, that would be good. You can drizzle it with a little lemon juice and fresh herbs and olive oil. That's the extra virgin kind because you're just eating it rather than cooking with it. You could put some chopped olives over it, uh, some chili peppers, even chopped Calabrian chili peppers and olives over the top. All those things will make it even better. But you got to do it fast because you don't want it to harden up again, right? And finally, you could microwave them. I know, it sounds crazy, but... You get something sort of like those cheese chips, you know, the the sort of new rage where you just cook the cheese until it's crispy. So you cut the cheese rind into pieces and you put them in the microwave at full power and let them cook until bubbles start forming. It takes about two minutes. It may take a little more time. If the crusts are a bit old, you may need to repeat it. And you're waiting for them to expand. And then you have puffed Parmesan crusts. If, beyond all of these reasons, you need more incentive to grate your own Parmesan, just try it once for me and do a side-by-side taste test with a stuff-in-the-round cardboard box with the added cellulose slash cardboard and see what you think. Tune in two weeks from today for another Cook Along Podcast Quick Bite and next week for a new recipe to try. New podcasts every week on Saturday mornings. Tell your friends you listen to the Cook Along podcast. And until next time, happy cooking. Mm-hmm. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're enjoying this podcast, you can make a contribution through the supporter link on every Cook Along podcast page or go to Kofi, K-O-F-I dot com slash the Cook Along podcast. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.